with an artist, you don't have anything but a talent. There's a million people who got talent out here, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then, and then, then I align myself with a with a with a Diddy who is brilliant, who has made hit after hit and made star after star. I would take that. And three, two, one. You're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Where we find... Is not prepared. Okay. We're so professional. (laughs) You guys, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where we have dope conversations with dope people who are doing dope things. And it just so happens in this edition, David and I are the dope people who are doing really dope things. That's a fact. That's a fact. So I'm excited. Another week of uh, full-time entrepreneurship. The trials, tribulations, the ups, downs. Relationship yet? No? Not yet? All right, one day. We're going to get there for sure. And you're going to be able to share all this happiness with another person. So Yo, you know what's interesting, let you me guys? Ask, can I ask you a question? No, wait. Would you, would you? you know what's interesting is <laughs> David knows all about me behind the scenes. All of it. And he does this on purpose to see the reaction. If he's stuff face. going on, and I just want to see, like, how she's going to respond. Oh, Listen, that's, that's our relationship. Listen, find out about anybody who I am or am not in a relationship with, but am in a relationship with, I'm going to be married, at least engaged. So you're not going to go public with nobody that you're dating? No. I don't believe it. Everybody will continue to wonder, is Donnie single? The answer is yes. If I'm sleeping with somebody, I'm single. If I'm dating somebody, I'm single. If somebody is contributing to a household bill, I am single until I'm married. That's how I live my life. What are you snapping for, Joe? You don't sit down somewhere. Anyway, you felt that? (laughs) Golly, okay. All I'm gonna say is, as far as you and the world needs to know, I'm single. When I'm not single, I'll be married. And then you guys will know. I got mad questions, but we're not going to make this podcast about that. Thank you. How's your week? My week? My week was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you must have been with the person you're not married to. That is so far from the truth. <laughs> it was the way you giggled. Anyway, so tell me about your week. Anytime Dottie gets stuck like that. <laughs> anyway, My week was awesome. Um, I started my week in travel mode, mm-hmm. so that was fun. I had an amazing time out of town. You pulled up on one of your clients this week. Was that this mm-hmm. week? You were not, yeah. Well, it was in the last seven days. So I have a client in Chicago, and I pulled up on them to help them in person get some content knocked out. A mobile home elite investors, shout out to you guys. They they uh, live in Chicago. They live in Chicago. Okay, gotcha. And it was really cool because Byron I, owes me a um. Oh, I wasn't supposed to mention it to you and don't mention it because we, he worked, me a... we worked on that. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He actually showed me uh, your mobile home. My mobile home? Really? Okay. I didn't want to press him. I'm like, yo, on the podcast, you say just get me a mobile home. So Yeah, he didn't show me the physical home, but he showed me on the board where he found the home. So with that, so my clients that I went to see are mobile home investors, and they're mobile home millionaires. So... They've purchased and renovated and flipped and rented mobile homes until they've built their portfolio. And now they own like mobile home parks. Mm -hmm. So 
they promised David a free mobile home and they didn't want to give you one that was like bones. They mm -hmm. wanted to give you something that's lit. That's lit. So they finally found something and I got to go with them to a mobile home park where they have literally sold like a third of the community. Dang. Like a third. What is that? North Carolina, is it? Or is no, it Chicago? This is in Chicago. Oh, well, word. it's a little city right outside of Chicago, about an hour away. I don't remember the name of it. Um, but we went to this huge mobile home park, 600 plus units, and they've literally sold over a third. Like every home, they're like, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. And they showed me how in their business, the winning factor for them is building relationships. It always comes back to relationships. What do you mean? The the people that they're selling homes to are people they previous, previously had relationships with? Uh, that, but they get the good deals and they get first dibs by establishing relationships with the mobile home park owners. Mm. And then they get the best work done by establishing relationships with the on-site maintenance team. And then they're selling mobile homes and they're able to get such great pricing and resell to their students that mm. take their mobile home class. Shouts out to Mobile Home Shouts Elite. Shouts out to Byron investors. and Sharnice of Mobile Home Elite Investors. Yes. So, yep, I did that. Shouts out to me for our mobile home. Did he give you one? I got something better. That retainer. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I, I know it's better. not. I am building the relationship and I'm learning. But uh, he did mention, so right now they are in a position where they're not even, they, they get to acquire all of these mobile home parks and the mobile home, I'm sorry, all these mobile homes and the mobile home isn't their end game anymore. Right. They want the parks. The parks. Yeah. yeah. So for them, they will get a mobile home and they have the ability to to give it away at a steal um, because they want to collect the lot fees, I think. Yeah. Um, they want to collect the lot fees and they they ultimately want to own the park. So. Gotcha. So what, what, what is that sparking in you? For what? I mean, what are you learning? What are you, are oh you trying gosh. to get in the game? Yeah. So the interesting thing is the majority of the clients that I work with, I want to be a part of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want to get really heavily involved into stocks. I want to get really heavily involved into mobile home investing. I want to create a portfolio with my other client of vending machine investing. You know, I want one of my clients to handle my next book writing process. Like, yes. I only work with brands, though, if I'm working one-on-one. -on -one. I only work with brands that I believe in and that I find intriguing. And I only work with clients who the learning is a two-way street. So we're not going to build a business? I know all these other things you want to get into, but... Okay, Maybe so... Later. No, 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 no. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't arrived yet to be a business partner with Dottie Wiggins. we're in the middle of a whole deal. I know, but I'm talking... Oh, we are. You're right. Good God. Yo, because we're in the we... Yo, of our $100 you know what? You know, what? Deal. and it was so it was, so we we came up. So this is what happened. We had a guest on the show, sparked the idea. Dottie says, "This is what we need to do." We went to dinner, maybe like the next day or something, and we said, "Okay, we got it." Came up with the name. Shouts out to Kendra Stevens. She, um, you know, we're going through the whole um, the whole trademarking process of the name. It's not good. Somebody it's not died. Y'all, we so, come back to the table. Yes. We do it again. We need another one. And now we're. You know, that's so interesting to bring that up because <clears throat> we come up with these ideas. And this is why I'm always talking about proof of concept. Because we come up with these ideas in our head that one isn't fly to anybody else. <laughs> so you're not selling anything. You're not getting any engagement on it because it sounded good in your head. 
but it didn't sound good to anybody else. It wasn't marketable. Right. And it's like when you buy that outfit. Remember, like you came with the camp counselor outfit on. I was fly. Was so Yo, fly. I, first, first off, but you don't know because you you're a little up in the age. The shorts with the with over the knees. You know what I mean? That's cool. My knees was out. I'm trendy. David, first of all, only one of us looks our age. But anyway, um, <laughs> so back to the professionally broadcast podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's really important to prove the concept down to the name because the idea actually, remember, I had this idea back in 2017 and I've just been kind of adding notes to my cell phone and, you know, adding things to it but never pulled the trigger on it because it was such a massive idea. I needed the perfect partnership. Right. I needed the perfect partnership. And we had, a, we had a guest on our podcast that was confirmation. And I'm like, got to pull the trigger on this. So I told David, hey, look, let's meet. I want to talk to you. I think you would be the perfect partner to help execute this. And we met at Yard House mm -hmm. over the worst lunch ever. And it was the was best. It, bad? it was bad. It was terrible. You like, you like scraps to eat. I... First off, you eat bacon and My all kind of weird stuff. Luxuriating in delicacies, okay? But we, you know, went to Where do you where are your favorite biscuits from? Definitely. <laughs> You're a church's Definitely chicken queen. Church's You're the church's chicken, chicken type. First of all, I only eat the biscuits and the okra before you guys kill me in the comments. Yeah, some nerve. All right. So anyway, um, it was it was a terrible lunch, but the best idea was birthed from it. Mm -hmm. And this is why you can't be too attached to the outcome. Because we came up with the dopest name. We met for like hours. We were going through name after name after name and we hit it. Great. Got it. Got it. This is it. Like, ooh, can you imagine it's about to hit? We get with our attorney. We file for the trademark. She comes back and she's like, nope. Okay. So we weren't really deflated. Not we def were disappointed, but we weren't deflated. We're going to come up with something dope. We're going to come up with something dope. So we did. We came up with something doper. Yep. And then we went back. We did the process. She came back and was like, it's a no-go. All right. So the air might be seeping out. <laughs> well, we just got to get back. We just got to get back. Because it took, it took us like two or three weeks to come up with that second yeah, name. Yeah, for sure. Because the name for this has to hit. Yeah. It has to hit. So it's going to be lit. We are looking for another name um, right now. Anyway, outside of traveling and working with my clients, um, I just, you know, I'm I'm in a I'm in a zone of uh being incredibly happy. I looked at my vision board this morning and um everything is happening according to what I wrote mm. and according to what I speak every single day. And so I have four main objectives for this year, and then all of my affirmations are in support of those four main objectives. What are the four main objectives? I can't tell you anymore. Joe, I need the timer, bro. There you go. I can't tell you. Well, so one of them was that this was this was to be my million dollar year, my millionaire year. That's done. Um, that's done. We looking real good already hey, this month. Let's go. <laughs> um, that's done. And the others are personal. So I know one of them, and I'm not even gonna say it. Okay. I'm respecting your privacy. The others are personal, and all of the all of the elements are in place for that. But I literally looked at my vision board this morning as I was doing my hair, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you really do get what you claim. Yeah. Like, I declared in my life that these things will happen this year, and these things are happening. Good, good. Mm -hmm. you, How was your week? It was uh, it was good. Let me think. This week, oh. So, we're on the cleanse. 
Shouts out to Dr. Bobby. Dr. Holistic. Dr. Holistic. It's a dope cleanse, and it's cleansing me out. <laughs> um, so I think I don't like, I don't, I don't like, um, how can I say it? Being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Not doing what I want to do. So right now, there's a bunch of stuff we can't eat, right? Because it's not good for you. And it's not conducive to the detox. Um, but I'm learning a lot about myself. And I'm proud. I'm, I'm a brat. And I, I make, like when I'm about to drink the tea or something like that, I make the faces, you know what I mean? And I just need to like man up and just, just do it. So um, I, I think I've, I approached it with the wrong mindset, mm-hmm. but I'm really glad I'm doing it. Because even if you don't want to, like, even if it's not detoxing for health reasons, I think everybody needs to fast for a little while so you can kind of deny your, your flesh mm-hmm. from, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, two things. Like, number one... You're on it too. Yeah, I'm on the detox. A couple of us are in here yeah, on, for sure. on the detox, but... Number one, you just need to give your body, even if you're a meat eater, you just need to give your digestive tract a break yeah. from breaking all this stuff down. Dr. Then, Bobby is brilliant, first Dr. off. Dr. Bobby is brilliant. Number smartest two. Smartest person I've ever met in my life. It's crazy. I'm the smartest person you've ever met in your life. Self-proclaimed. That's self-proclaimed. crazy. That's crazy. How you just give yourself the time? How you take it from Bobby? Go for it. Dr. Bobby is really smart. Mm-hmm. Bobby's smart and he's single, ladies. He's fine, too. So y'all probably want to slide. Dr. Are you single, too, or... That ain't a... Dr. Bobby is my client. (laughs) And we are professional. Okay. All right. Um, So the other thing that... The main thing that the detox is doing for me is discipline. Exactly. So I knew because Bobby is my client and I've read the reviews of his detox, I knew that the detox worked. I know. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt because I see the comments. It works. Mm -hmm. So when I decide, when I committed to the detox... What happened was I was I was having the most severe menstrual cramps a month or two ago. And I called him and I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? And he's like, you need the detox. And I'm like, Bobby, the detox is not about to help that. And he's like, trust me, do the detox. So I'm like, okay, I'm committed. I'm in the worst pain of my life at this moment. And I'm just like, okay, I'll try anything. Oh, my God. And so I get the detox. And then after the menstrual cramps are gone, you don't really feel as committed to that decision anymore, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, because you want to get out your situation. I just need I needed relief right then and there, and so in the meantime, I'm sorry, Joey. Can you can you hook me up with a cup? Like you um, straight because I'm gonna drink it, and I can't make the face on camera. camera, You feel me? I'm just going. I mean, I'm just going detox. Go ahead. So I get my packet and I recruit a couple of people um, to do this with me. It's not an MLM. I just asked some friends to do this with me so that I would have accountability. And um, Joe is one of those people, a couple of clients, and now you. And um, I know that I will, I'm out of it quickly. I'm done. I don't like the way something tastes. I don't Give me, have Bring the like jar this. first. Let me see the jar real quick. So <laughs> this is uh, one of the jars that we, we drink. You're hiding the herbs. Well, yeah, so it's herbs. So you... You you boil the water, put the detox, the, the you put you the steep your tea. You steep it. Yeah, I knew I knew that word. Mm-hmm. So you steep your tea overnight and then you drink it. It's not, this isn't Kool-Aid, it's not sweet tea. I don't know. Two of like, these a day. Yeah, yeah, two of these. So yes, I'm out I'm about to drink some right now. Um, and if if you see like a break in the podcast, I just want to use the bathroom. So all right, what were you saying? 
Anyway, it's it's definitely a measure. It, it, it's a it's a test of your discipline because mm-hmm. there were many times that I wanted to quit. Yeah, guys, and and here's the thing. It's such a test of discipline that he has a Facebook group. I don't know if you're in it, but people are in the Facebook group and some people are like, oh, this is a breeze. I can feel it working. This is a- It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Amazing, because they came with the mindset of getting the result that they desire. And then there are some people who you can tell, like, their friends beg them to be a part of it, and they haven't really committed to doing this great thing. And they're in there like, oh, it tastes nasty. Can I add sugar? Can I do this? And I'm thinking... Because I see these comments, I cannot be like these people. Mm. Because I see people complaining about the change that they asked for. Like, you want the growth, you want the change, you want your body to feel good, but you're not willing to, for 30 days, 30 days be a little uncomfortable like this. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's just a, it's just a detox. It's just a, but, it's just a detox. But, yo, you know what? The, the I liken that to... Um, Obviously, I can draw a parallel in entrepreneurship. Like, there are people who come into the mindset with, I need to change my life, mm-hmm. right? So you'll go through all the ups, downs, the no's. You don't come back crying about the no's. But if someone drags you into it or somebody suggests, yo, you know what? You should get into real estate. Or you should start this. You should start that. You'll start walking in it, and it's not going to taste good. The test is too hard. You don't like your instructor. The course location, the venue is too far away. Yum! You get to be healthy. You get to clean out your body. You get to rid your gut of toxins and bloat and all this stuff. That's how I have to trick myself. Donnie, you get to do this today. Stuff's delicious. It's delicious. I like it. And if we're being completely honest, like, again, success leaves clues, right? And when we're looking to establish, if we're drawing a parallel to entrepreneurship, if we are looking to establish a correlation between success and the unsuccessful, like we look at people who have done what we want to do in business. 100%. Y'all look at Dr. Holistic. 
His yeah. skin is amazing. Yep. His hair is glowing. His abs are everywhere. He don't get sick. They need it's to crazy. be. He doesn't get sick. He just walks around like happy for no reason. You know what I mean? How you know like, he got abs though? Because he's always shirtless on Instagram. I've never seen him with a shirt off. Go look for real. Really? I'm session y'all got. All right. Anyway, yeah. But other than that, my 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 week was awesome. Uh, the glow up in business is 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 awesome. Are you on track for your million? Oh, uh, what? <laughs> you on track for your two million? Oh, yeah, it's getting nasty now. Hold on, it's yeah. There's out. no pictures with his shirt off, Dottie. That was a different experience you had. What's that? <laughs> I don't see the ads right there. What do you mean? Hold on, let me see. You would know the picture anyway. Why? He just did it. He's gonna move that. You can see the abs. Oh, you don't even yes. have to see the abs to see the abs. Oh, all we, right? de- we definitely uh, just getting Doctor Holistic a wife right now. <laughs> Listen, they on the gram right now. Try to find gram. his brother. It's D-O-C-T-O-R-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. Absolutely. Dr. Holistic. Anywho. So, um, yeah, nah, it's, it's, nah, it's, it's, it's so far up. It's so far up. And it really is a testament to, I think, working really hard and then timing coming together to create it. So I believe... Again, I believe like the, the even the success in the podcast came from like COVID. It was a cheat code. Everybody's at home, mm-hmm. so they're consuming more content, consuming more information. People's jobs shut down. They're back home. They're thinking to themselves, "Yo, how can I go make something of myself?" So the people who would normally be watching comedians on YouTube or 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 subscribing to you know whatever's going on on the uh, uh, on like the blog sites. They're tapping into, how can I make a difference in my life? But by the time that thing hit, I'm already in my groove. We already got so much traction going, and now it's perfect timing. So here's, yo, I've been been pressing it and stressing it. People need to get into podcasting right now. There's so much money in it, Mm -hmm. and we're just in the beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you're going to look up six years later and it's going to be some established figures that have been doing it for a while. And those are the ones that will run this industry. But yeah, yeah I don't want to go into my and podcast rant. the cool thing is you still have time to catch it while it's a wave. Yeah, right? 100%. Like, David started the podcast and I joined during the height of COVID. Mm-hmm. Like he said, people were at home. Now we're about to tour. It, yeah, well, and so what we did, the genius behind that, unintentionally, because it wasn't intentional, it just happened, people have now created the habit of watching the podcast. So even now that the world is opening back up, they've already created the habit of looking for the notification that the podcast is uploaded. And now we're jumping on a tour. We're starting our very first one here mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of weeks in yep. L.A., mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. So we are excited about that. We're also looking for feedback about coming to your city. So if you want us to come to your city and you have the plug on like a venue or you can put like 50 people in the room, yeah. we'll come. 100%. Comment. Yeah, let me ask you, what type of model should we do? This is a good time to talk about this. And um, that, that mic is on, right, Sujo? All right, so, well, forget all that. But um, the, um, um, the model, the business model, I was thinking, a person said, Yo, we have a, a venue out in, I want to say it was, I don't know, Kentucky, something. I don't know. And it was like, yo, I want, I want y'all to come out and do the podcast out here. Because I have a venue and I, and 
I was like, yo, can you put some people in the room? He said, yeah, man, I got a big following. I'm like, cool. In my head, I'm starting to think, do we sell tickets? Do we get the venue? We sell tickets and make money. Or do we create some sort of business relationship where we say, we can come to the city. I'll come to Kansas. No problem. You pay X amount of dollars. We come out. You sell the tickets. Mm-hmm. You recoup your investment, essentially. You recoup your investment. And you can make more money versus not really making anything if I just come out there and you just host it. Because some people just want to host it. They just want to bring it to their city. And the, the, the pay for them is, yo, I get to connect with these people. And now they're on my network. And if I do this for that person, then, you know, we lit. So I don't know. What, what, are, you, what are you thinking? Because um, we got to run it up because we splitting it. So We got to run it all the way up because this is a split. And we're traveling. And we're traveling. And we're traveling. And we only do five-star accommodations, so... That's a fact. Okay, when you told me that earlier, what were you saying that I... I gotta get you a hotel, or was you saying you no, just no, let me I'm know? I'm just making sure that... Because I know you don't require five-star accommodations. I'm just making sure that whatever hotel you pick is at least in walking distance of the luxuriousness that I'll be staying in. First off, I'm not staying in a hotel. Ooh. I'm taking my family out there so we can Airbnb. You're doing Airbnb? Yeah. Okay. All right. So let me know what side of town you guys are doing in Airbnb. The Hollywood area. Which side of Hollywood? I don't know. Stop <laughs> acting like you, know, you don't know LA like that either, though. I know. I know. I don't. I know the, uh, the Ritz. That's all I know. All right. We'll figure it out. So we are going to LA. That's going to be our first stop. So I'm thinking with the business model, if we are touring... Yes, we can do ticket sales. Um, I think that it I think it would be better for the host to do ticket sales, but through us. So like we promote the links so that people will buy them. Yes. Um, and then we show up. They may even take care of something for us if we're coming to your city. So So you said they take care of the ticket sales. The host. The mm-hmm. host. Take care of ticket sales. And pay us to come. Pay us to come. And then we create something that is like a masterclass that we do together, or mm-hmm. we create a different membership. Like a VIP. What do you mean, like a membership? Um, we can create some type of a membership where they get to, you know, thirty days of being in some. Basically, we need we need an upsell. We need right? an offer. We need an offer. So that we're offer, telling them right now on. Camera? You the one who wanted Everybody to get an offer? Line. No, I'm just yeah. saying. Y'all I'm talking about between offer. hosts. There y'all going to get an offer. offer. Okay, y'all. Yeah, gonna... and I think, you know. Listen, it... we are bold. Yeah. There's going to be an offer. Yeah, we don't. And plus, we don't want to go to these cities and not be able to create a um, a lasting relationship with the people who come out. So we definitely, I, get that. I feel like. We are excited to come and tour. But guys, we have to carry equipment. We have to have our support team. Yeah. We have to get hotels. We got to eat. We got to get transportation. It's not. It's not inexpensive to come and tour. So what I'm thinking at this point is that you invest in having the podcast, us come out to you, and you recoup your investment by ticket sales. We will do the legwork of promoting the ticket sales in your city, kind of how like Jess Hilarious does. Mm -hmm. I think what she does is awesome. You get that money back, and you pay us our fee, and then we create some kind of a special podcast tour offer. How much do you think we should charge to come to a city? What do you think? Um, 
you know, I want it to be something that is reasonable mm -hmm. for people to be able to connect with us. But I also don't want to undercut the value that we bring. Like, we, we bring tremendous value. And this experience in person is way different than the experience once you hear the playback of this recording. True, true. And then I'm even thinking that outside of us doing the podcast, like, I'm sure there will be, like, some kind of a meet and greet. Mm -hmm some kind of an after talk, the, the, yeah. the talk after the talk or the meeting after the meeting. So when we go to these cities, they're going to get more than what the podcast viewers and listeners will get. For sure. So what do you think we should charge? Next time somebody asks me, what do you think I should say the number is? Okay, obviously flight, room, how much money? Ah, see, that's so tricky because these days I like first class. I at least like Delta Comfort. You don't even... I was about to say, don't try to get first class now, you know? What? Last flight you was on, was it first class? Yes. Are you making it up? No. Let me see your ticket. I don't have it. Oh, I do. I do actually. <laughs> yeah, it's always on the phone. Buddy. I do actually have it. Hold now on. Now you're first class. Now I'm first class. Are you? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so what do y'all think? What do y'all think? Let me ask you this. How much, if, if we weren't living in Atlanta and we came to Atlanta, like your faithful listeners of the podcast, how much would you pay for an evening? Three hours or so, four hours, not four hours, four hours, maybe three hours or so with us, live recording, live Q&A, we're in there with y'all. What y'all think? How much would you pay for an evening to hang out with us? What would be a number? Just shoot out a number real quick that you would pay. Happily. No, I'm saying to, it, admission. What was Ticket that admission. That was 4D. That's comfort because this first you're class You're a comfort type. You're available. a comfort vibe. You're a comforter. I'm also a first classer. <laughs> you're a comforter. This, this, this is first class. Okay. No, I ain't gonna lie. I, I did a main ticket. One, I did a main ticket. And then we got upgraded to uh, Delta, and then we got—I mean, Delta Comfort. Then we got upgraded first class. But anyway, how much? How much would y'all? How much would you pay happily? I don't know. That's this is you. for you. You won't know. I'm just saying. You see it across your timeline. Social Proof Podcast live recording. We have someone dope from that city that we're gonna interview, and you just get to spend a few hours with us. How much would you pay for a ticket? Yeah, Q and A. Yeah, all that. 200 and something a ticket. 350. Oh. Two, 300. Okay. All right. So map this out. Check this out. Check this out. If 100 people come, let's say somebody is in Dallas and they're like, yo, I got a venue. I got a following. I know some other people that would love this. Um, I'm going to sell tickets for half of what y'all said, $100, just for nice round numbers. Mm -hmm. And a hundred people come out. It's ten grand. That's ten thousand dollars. What do we get from that? So I think it's important for the organizer to not necessarily be seeking profit, right? It's a major play mm -hmm. to be able to have the at this That's time we're the ninth rank, ninth highest rank podcast. We hit seven. We hit oh, seven. Then we're the Did we hit seven or nine? Seven, right? It was nine. It was seven. I thought. Unless you didn't share an update with me. No, 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 no. Oh, the last one you posted was nine? Mm -hmm. Oh, and it was nine then. So we're the ninth highest ranked podcast in the country right now. Yep. 
everything isn't about making a profit. Some things are just about making sense. And we'll spend time with the host. And we'll spend time with the host. Like there's there's a dinner, so you'll get to go to dinner with us after the podcast taping. So let's map this out. So we'll do dinner. I think that we should have general tickets. Yo, chill out, Joe. Chill out, bro. And then we do VIP tickets. Those individuals get to sit in the front and they get to ask questions. They get on-the-spot coaching. Front row, live coaching. Right? Or live Q&A with the VIP. That's what I'm talking about. Did you finish it? Oh. It was still a little bit still in my mouth. Yes. Yes. Not, not, that, was, that wasn't all of it, though, right? Oh, you finished Come on, read me up, bro. Come on, hold me down. Let's go. Let's go. So, mm. general tickets, they get, they get to be in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do dinner with the VIPs and the host. Okay. Dinner with the host and the VIPs. Okay. The VIPs and host. I think maybe everybody gets the opportunity for Q&A. Yeah. Because I don't want to, I don't want it to be a situation where there's 50 Q and A's. We're not going to be in there all night. Right. So VIP tickets will include the dinner. Okay. Um, not the cost of the dinner, the opportunity to go to dinner. Oh right, right, right. So you still got to pay for your own dinner. Right. Okay. You still got to pay for your own dinner, but yep. you get the dinner. And I'm gonna tell you, the reason, part of the reason that I'm that I'm where I am is because of the meeting after the meeting. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Like. Those questions. Is this the last one? So there's no more. This is after this, right? All right. All right. Yep. The meeting after the meeting is where, you know, that extra oomph, that extra special sauce happens. So if they're doing $100 um, for a ticket, that's just to recoup probably what they've invested in our travel expenses. Um, $100 per ticket so for it's 10 general. grand to bring us out? Yeah, it's crazy. I guess it, it does. It's our show, like to bring us both out to a city to kind of like, that would be more expensive, but because it's for the podcast and, you know, we want to connect with the people. So what are we... So Maybe we'll just figure out what their budget is first. Well, that's not our concern, unfortunately. No? Their budget isn't our concern because... Was that in the forecast? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. It was supposed to rain about six, seven o'clock. So their budget isn't our concern because everybody's budget is different. Mm -hmm. And we can't charge one group this amount Mm -hmm. and then charge somebody else this amount because their budget is different. The price is the price. And either you can afford that and pay that or you can't. And here's the other thing. If you're thinking about being a host, group economics. Like, this doesn't need to be a responsibility all on your own. Get with people who you know that are in your city, especially like if you're MLM or you're a cor- you're an organization, you're a company. Mm-hmm. Get with people and say, hey, this is what it costs. Let's all pitch in to have the podcast being filmed. And then as the host, you also get, you know, a little promo because you brought us out. That's so you get highlighted on the podcast. So it's a win-win situation all the way around. Okay. I am thinking... I'm thinking $100 a ticket... Two twenty five for VIP. Okay. Cause we a concert, baby. It's a whole concert. It's, yes, look. You said go higher. Let what? me look and see what Usher's charging right now. Usher tickets. I I think that especially because we're not just like entertaining. We are like literally helping people with their business. We are so. imparting. Yeah. 
So, okay, we're, we're mapping out. This is why I love the podcast, because we get to, like, think. It's not just behind-the-scenes stuff. And that's how you know. Like, anything we do is, like, on air, so that it, y'all, y'all get to help shape this. So if y'all want to bring us to your city, uh, DM Donnie, okay? Because I wouldn't do well with that. DM me. Um, I'm fine. I respond to people. Don't hold me out either. Have me coming to a city for a couple hundred dollars. Let me see. So Usher's tickets right now for his concert in Vegas in row H. <laughs> are we are we comparing ourselves to Usher? We're not necessarily comparing ourselves to Usher, but Usher ain't teaching people how to be millionaires like him. That's a fact. That's a fact. Okay. Usher is entertaining. Usher is not teaching anybody how to be a millionaire just like him. He dance good. He dances well, he sings amazing, and he's hella sexy, right? Uh, yes, he is. I don't care what he has going on. He's visually, he's sexy. I didn't say I was trying to touch him. Um, I don't care what he got going on. I don't care what he has going on. He's, visual, <laughs> he's aesthetically pleasing. So anyway, his tickets start at three fifty, and they go all the way up to three thousand two hundred seventy-five dollars. Mm. Dang, Usher getting money. Yeah, he getting some money too. Golly. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could do, we could, yeah, we can get a couple of dollars then if Usher, if Usher's getting 3000 Yes. We can get money. Okay. So our first event, though, is so in. So you don't want to throw weeks. a number out just yet? Or would you? A projection. <clears throat> so here's the thing. And at least. Does it matter how much the tickets cost? I don't care how much the tickets If we're are. not collecting ticket costs. For sure. You know what? And they might do it as a promo where they're like, yo, I just give you the money. You just tell everybody to come and it's for free and let me pitch my product or tell people. About- that, that would be a play. That would be the play. So we're not That'd necessarily... We're quoting ticket costs for you, the organizer. We don't really care how much the tickets cost. As we're planning it right now, we might change this whole model. That would be crazy. The flat so- fee is our flat fee. So what's our fee? I think I would do that. So let's just, let's just think through this real quick. This is... Bro, I- Anybody out there trying to plan an event, you need to be taking notes right now. Yo, and and just think of all the... There's another just monetization, another reason everybody needs to be a podcaster. Not everybody, but... Anyway, so if I was... Let's say I have a product. I have a $1,000 product. I would say, yo, look, come to Atlanta. I have this venue. It can hold 100 people. I'll charge $10 a ticket, Right? Well, it's only $1,000, but if I can collect all the emails, mm-hmm. I can say something in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I can tell people about my offering at the end. And go to dinner. And go to dinner. I pay $10,000, $15,000, $20,000. Mm-hmm. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes, the only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon, we put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships, okay? So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. The support is appreciated. Okay, thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Did you think of that number? 
Um, yeah, I was thinking somewhere around seven to ten thousand. Seven to mm-hmm. okay. okay. I'm not mad at that. And that would be dope for us. It's easy for us to promote because it's it would be free or ten dollars or whatever. Uh, but if you're if you're gonna do ten dollars, you might as well do free. Um, because you can get a whole bunch of emails. Mm-hmm. So the free model in that regard would be better because you can get a lot of emails. A percentage of those people actually come. I would do free and, and then $25 VIP seating. And that just means guaranteed seats. Mm-hmm. So when you have a lot of free people and you have a venue that only hosts 100 people, you may get 500 people that register and it's first come, first serve. But if you want a guaranteed seat, you pay 25 bucks. So I'm thinking between 10 and 15 plus accommodations. 10 to 15 racks plus accommodations. Depending on the city. Depending if we on the go city. Because to... we're not coming to Nantucket. I don't even know where Nantucket <laughs> is. I just know that we're not coming there. We might. If it's going to be on a different, you know. I don't think Nantucket has five-star accommodations. I'd go to Nantucket. We might do it in and out. That's a possibility. So we are available for daytime and evening yes. podcast tape. Send Donnie, uh, send Donnie a DM, please. And uh, let us know if we're coming to your city. That would be so awesome, man. Not only just being able to show up to the people who are fans of the podcast, but being able to empower somebody who has a vision, saying, I'm going to use David and Donnie and this whole podcast to expand my network. Yo, and and this is hella dope, actually, because we, we actually... All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. We interview a bunch of high-level people mm-hmm. on our podcast, and um, they're always wanting to know, what does it take to get on the podcast? Just bring us to your city. Mm. High level people just bring us to your city. I don't, I don't know if that would get them on the podcast though. That that doesn't get you on the podcast, but it gets well, in your, the Q and A. Acknowledgement your product talked about it gets you highlighted. It gets you you at least have a a, a commercial spot on. the So podcast. yes, that would get them on the podcast because we're doing like a live event. They come in, we talk to them, yeah. chop it up. Yes, we that, talk. Okay. We talk about it. We that. get a little bit about your story, and you know, and uh, you get a commercial. A 30 seconder on uh, 30 to 45 seconds on the podcast. So, yep. 
Are you okay, David? Why are your, why are your knees shaking? It's delicious. Delicious. You get to care for your body. I get to care All right, for my so body. That's what it is. 10 grand. Hit me up. Or I'm, 15, depending. I'm now Coach Donnie Wiggins on Instagram because somebody keeps hacking me. Um, hit me up and we'll go from there. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I love it, man. Yo, here's, I think, what everybody needs to focus on right now is just growing an audience. And however you grow an audience... You need to grow an audience. Whether you have a book, you need to sell a bunch of books and go on a book tour. Grow your audience of people who love to hear what you have to say and love your perspective because there's so many income streams that come with it. So I'm thinking about, I don't know. I'm, I'm so, I, I want to I wanna incubate some podcasters. Entire tour? Hmm? No, no, no. Just if somebody has an idea for a show, they have a good personality, something like that, almost in a management role. An equitable partnership. An equitable partnership. But more like a, a I don't want to say the word network, but maybe like a network. But I'm not going to like, I'm not going to give them 96 bad boy contracts. But you know what? Let me ask you this question. In the event that I had, say you're an artist, and I believe in you. You're flat broke. I give you a million dollars to do what you do. You go out and you build this huge brand. You're a, you're a superstar. You sell 10 million records or however long it takes, right? Or how much, how, whatever success is in music. People come back at the person who gave them the contract and the opportunity and gave them the initial million dollars. And they're mad at the person for the contract that they got when they weren't anything, when somebody took a chance on them. I don't know how these, like, I heard of 360 deals and bad contracts and music, but I don't know how much I agree with Well, typically, when you're given a million dollars, you're not given a million dollars. You're given a million dollar advance, right? And so all of your hairstyles, your tour costs, your management costs, all of that gets deducted. So then you... If they, they want to do these elaborate marketing campaigns with you and elaborate tours, you end up with like $10,000 at the end of the day. That's a bad deal. If there's nothing else. So it depends on what else will accompany that. It would be the best year of your life, though. It would be the best year of your life, but then you have people who will residually eat off of your hard work and talent forever. But that's what an investment is. You invest in... So nobody says, if, the, if I don't get this million dollars back... Nobody says, oh, well, we need to talk to, we need to, um, um, we need to reimburse this person or this record exec that gave the million dollars. Nobody cares. They just lost the bread. Yeah, but that's, that's what an investment is. So I decide to invest in you as a talent. Yes. Hopefully it works out and I get my investment back. Yes. But you're also, as a talent, investing back into the investment, like mm -hmm. your talent, your performance, your time, the separation that you have to be away from your family. So if this does work out, right? If this doesn't work out, we both lost something. You being, no, me being no, a million dollars. I don't lose any. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, I'm the talent. You give me money. It doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. You lost your money. I'm still lit. Well, no, because I still may not. I don't necessarily get that money. Me as the talent, my my company identity gets that money. Manager still got paid. 
wardrobe still got paid. So we neither one of us got anything. You invested in this whole team, which is usually the team that you picked for me, right? Now, if this does work out and I become a mega superstar, is it fair that I'm still on that same $1 million budget and, and I'm, I'm getting $50,000 a year and you're making $50 million a year? That's not fair. Yeah. Okay, okay. But on the other side, if I give you some money, let's say I recoup my money back, right? And my goal is to recoup my money back into 10x my investment. But after that, there's no contract in place that says that I'm tied to you for a long period of time. You go off, based on the initial boost that I gave you, you go off, you do your own thing, you make a whole bunch of money, and you let, you left the investor in the dust. No, there's legal. The investor will always protect themselves. That's what I'm, but that's what people are mad at in contracts. No, people are mad that... And they're probably killing me in the comments because I don't really know music like that. Yeah, people so. are mad that they are a talent that deserves to get compensated. People aren't mad that an investor is going to recoup their money back. People are mad that they trusted people with their talent mm -hmm. and their service or offer, and they had to go back to work a nine-to-five while off of this same... Like, do you know how much of a slap in the face it is to be to have been like the hit artist of the 2000s and your music is still playing today and the record company CEO who was responsible for marketing you is still living lavishly, buying the new Rolls Royce, still living in mansions, and you're renting an apartment, working a job? Okay, but let me ask you this. Is it not that person's fault? If you, listen, if you have a brand, if you built a brand and your songs are still playing, Mm -hmm. you'll always be able to make some money if you know what you're doing. Yeah, some people are, well, and so then there are certain clauses that say that you can't perform it, you can't perform your music, you can't license your music. Like, it really depends on what your contract states. It is your fault. Some of us, see, here's the thing. This doesn't just happen to black artists. I've heard it happen to white artists too. And so many of us come from such impoverished upbringings and beginnings that when we see a million dollar contract, we're like, Sign the paperwork. Let's get it. I'm going to blow. And, and that's that. <laughs> and you're, that you're emotionally in the moment. Like, okay, if they put all of this behind me, there's no way I'm not going to blow. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happens. And now all concerts are gone. And radio has moved from, you know, big radio centers to home. And things have just pulled back. And you didn't expect and anticipate these things. Like, we are given these contracts up front that look really, really attractive. Most people are signing them, and most of them are signing them without legal representation. That is the part that's your fault. Okay. Moving forward, how, if I'm going to take an, an artist, a podcaster, mm -hmm. how should I structure this contract to where, let's say I'm going to invest $20,000 into equipment, um, studio rental, all that kind of stuff. I'm going to invest this money into a person, I'm, and let's just say I'm going to take I don't know, a percentage of the proceeds. Do we set it to where after I get my $20,000 back, I only make a certain amount of money after that? Or is it a time period? Or There's no wrong answer. So first you need to get your initial well, There is a wrong answer because we look at people well, who get into bad contracts and we look at the person and say, they gave them a bad contract. 
True, true. So we're we're it's you though. We're talking about you, and this is ethical. We're not talking about a bad contract. So, but I I'm sure the person doesn't think. You know, they were saying all the stuff about Diddy back in the day, right? I don't know if he was initially thinking, oh, let me get over him. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. On these people. I don't think you're thinking that. Every single last one of Diddy's uh, artists are broke. But Diddy, we would love to have you on the podcast. We still respect what you brought to the industry. No. We ain't no. Much. All of Diddy's artists are broke. But is that his, is that his fault or theirs? Yo, if you, okay, let's think of, I, I don't know, I don't want to say somebody's name because I might end up being, a, I, was a, I was a big fan of everybody on Bad Boy. But let's just, if you have that name, you can make money through relationships, right? So, Joe, you have an opportunity to make some money just on the relationships, just by being around, being who you are, people know who you are. You can make connections with people, you can make some money. Now, whether it's writing for people, saying, yo, I wrote this hit song, I can write for you too. You can make some money. Whose fault is that? So if they're the broke, then on the, the only thing is there was no it entrepreneurial was a bad coaching. Contract. They need to bring yeah. us into these big record labels. They and need let to us bring us in. It was a it was a bad contract. And then to my understanding, I don't know this factually because I wasn't there, but also to my understanding, certain of certain ones of his artists were blackballed. So do you oh. go up against Diddy? Like, you know, if if the other labels wouldn't dare sign you because they needed whatever they got from Diddy. Mm-hmm. So if now if I'm blackballed and had a bad record deal, I'm blackballed because I ticked you off. Now what? All right. So what's a fair contract? Because so, I want to. I, if I, if I'm gonna start showing these podcasters how to podcast, how to get to the money, what's a fair? Con- I don't even know what would be fair. I I just know I don't want to risk my money on a human which, in my opinion, is one of the worst investments you can make. True. It's in the other people because they're not consistent. you're not necessarily ready to be an investor if that's your concern. It's like the same thing with the stock market. You don't invest what you're not willing to lose. Right. Right? So, so, but I'm, I, I, I want to make it fair. How do, how, how do I make fair. How do I do it? Uh, so, initially, your initial investment, I don't know necessarily if there's a way to protect and make sure that you can recoup that because people can say, oh, well, you can put a clause in there where they're legally liable if they default on the contract and you sue them. But most of these days, we suing people who have nothing to be sued for. They can never pay the settlement, right? Or whatever it is. But if I am Shut you... Shut up, Ariel. Where's Ariel? You here, Ariel? All right, come on. I need you. You set her up on the mic real quick. So the initial investment, that's all you. Obviously, you recoup your equipment. Should they default on the contract, you get that back and you're able to turn that around and do whatever you do with it. Mm-hmm. And then I would absolutely collect a percentage residually, like going forward. And it's up to you when I said there's no wrong answer. You can do it and say, hey, I'm in this product. I'm in this project for three years or I'm in it indefinitely. That part's up to you. Okay. How much do you believe in that particular brand? You look super cute today. Mm-hmm. So, Ariel, you have a podcast, right? How yes. many episodes are you? Oh, tell it. Lift it up. 
Come on, Joe. Be a good host, man. You 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 doing <laughs> mad lazy operations? I know, Joe. What's today? up, man? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he's 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 operating the switcher and all that. It's, and it's he got dope. that tea in him. He's scared to move. <laughs> you don't want to ruffle that. You don't want to ruffle anything going on. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, I don't know if you've seen the last episode of uh, <laughs> Social Proof Shark Tank. So you have a podcast, right? Yes. How many episodes are you in? 11. 11 episodes. So you recorded 11. How many are out? Two. Two episodes are out. Right. Okay. Would you like for me to invest in your podcast and grow you to be this dope podcaster so you have a dope podcast and making money from it? How would you do that? I'll put some money into it and mentor it. On face, face value, of course. Yes. What would you be willing to give up in exchange for investment, signing bonus, mm-hmm. and mentorship from somebody who has done it? What would I be willing to give up? Time would be my first sacrifice. Um, well, I mean, you're already giving up time for your own podcast. Okay. So my the only money. investment I have now <laughs> mm. is money. What's the money look like? I'm in. But it has to be back in. It has to be back in. Like you are grossing a certain amount. If we can build it to a certain level, I feel like I would be entitled to everything that we built together moving forward. Now I don't know how much that is, but what are your thoughts? My thoughts on that are just the fact that I'm putting in the legwork now and it's it's growing organically as it is now. But I think with your affiliation, it would it would like 10x my my um my progress. I think since this is my first my I'm just speaking very transparently, since it's my first podcast, based on you being involved, I'd be willing to take like a smaller percentage of the first podcast, knowing that I can create my own outside of that. Mm. But in our contract, it mm-hmm. would definitely say. If you're doing another podcast, I need parts. Yeah, no, yeah, that would that would then have me second guessing like what because essentially what you're saying is you would want to take royalties of anything that I like would turn into later on in this any space. podcast because any, yeah, essentially you could create this second sub podcast mm-hmm. based on the guidance that you were given, right? Yeah. And then you could completely abandon the first one if you because you get 100% of the second one and whatever percent of the first one. So what David would have to have protection saying, hey, if you go out there, Mm -hmm. that's competition. So now we have internal competition with these two podcasts. So there's one thing that I understand, which is categories of a podcast, right? So you guys know contracts more than I do. Mm -hmm. What if I were to say... Not really. I don't know how much about contracts. Okay. Well, what if we were to put like within the guidelines of... If I, if we, if you help me establish a career coaching platform for for um, my podcast, and I want to go off and do like relationship counseling on a podcast, that has nothing to do with it. Are you saying that you develop me as I a? I think she'd be right in that regard. No, because then you're still left unprotected. You're still exposed because it's the same thing. Oh well, actually, David, I discovered that I like the relationship podcast more. I'm taking everything that you taught me, and I'm going over here and building this you can have 100% of that. Isn't that what's called like the 360 contract? I don't think what's so. Three, 360 is when like I own a, everything around the music, isn't it? Well, 360 right? is where you own everything, but you're not trying to own everything. You're not trying to own her T-shirts and her books and her tours. You're trying to 
be compensated for the work that you specifically do in her podcasting career. So what would be fair is so me So just like only... a record deal, if she did a record this month mm -hmm. and we released another record in six months, you're still her record label. You benefit off of every record released. But if right. I have to rebuild my brand as a relationship coach, then the only thing that you would have invested in me is information. And at this point, we would be trying to make a deal on my intellectual property. And I hate intellectual property deals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because you're basically saying, because you invested in whatever growth I am going to have as a human, that's what I'm going to take into the relationship podcast, which doesn't feel <clears throat> comfortable. So I would not invest with Ariel off of one line that she said. The only thing you'd be investing in me is information. Mm. Mm. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. Because there's money involved as well. Do you know how much money you'll make off the of this information? The information is everything. The Absolutely. information is the investment. Absolutely. So I, I think because you guys are asking me, right, I'm, this is, you know, I'm kind of permeating, permeating this idea as I'm talking about it. And I left corporate for a similar reason where it's like, whatever you invest in me is, is you know, it's kind of tied to you. So I'm being an entrepreneur actually kind of creates my own foundation where I'm creating whatever it is that I do in this world is whatever it's going to be. So the growth that I get in 10 years is, is essentially based on my effort. But I, I mean, so this is a personal development type yeah. of thing, but I also, I a see what you're things. saying. So in all fairness, she's on the spot. She hasn't had an opportunity to consult right, legal right, right. counsel, Absolutely. right? But I think Because I need answer, you to sign a contract today. I think the answer, <laughs> I think the answer or solution in this scenario would say, uh, put a time clause on it. Mm -hmm. So you are committed to this podcast and only this podcast for the next two years or three years. And then after that, once that expires, then you can go off and do whatever you want. That's that fair. actually sounds more fair, even standing here, hearing it for the first time. Right. Mm -hmm. Because in that regard, like, whatever you invest, it, make, it makes sense that in two years, like, I can at least have some type of wiggle room and I can be consistent and be dedicated to this agreement mm -hmm. and then feel good about putting 100% into this project. And even after two years, we can always re renegotiate a new contract. But it's about how we handle those two years and allows us that flexibility for me to grow other in another direction or continue to grow in the direction that you put me in. For sure, yeah. for sure. So, I mean, are you ready to sign the contract? Or <laughs> Are we talking are we about really? Right now, I'm going to sign. What would be the investment? So right now I have invested... Um, so right now I'm actually in conversations with an editor, right? So I'm thinking about investing in actually editing my podcast. How much? I, I don't have a price how much yet. Have you, how much have you invested already in your podcast? Um... How much in terms of money? Probably about five hundred dollars. Okay. Between between two fifty and five hundred. All right. So let's let's just say five hundred. Mm -hmm. You got two episodes, eleven recorded, two are out, right? Mm -hmm. If you could equate that to some sort of dollar amount, how much would you say you put in? If you could equate your time. Yeah, I actually if, just if started could, thinking about, about. Yeah, I actually started thinking about the hours um, as like of time of how, the, how much that would go in. Like, technically, I think... Um, how much per hour, would you say? Per, well, 250 So $250 an hour. Mm -hmm. 10 episodes would be 2500 plus another episode making it 11 would be $2750. Mm -hmm. So you put in $2750 plus another 250 you said. So, so about just for round numbers. So about 3000 mm -hmm. So you put about 3000 in. If I give you $3,000, we are now 50-50 partners. Yeah. And you ready? Yeah. 
All right, let's sign the contract. Okay. Let's get it. I need, you are I need not 50%. ready. No, I'm not saying, no, no, I'm not saying I agree. No, no, I need but I'm, 50%. I'm with the let's math. go. I'm just agreeing with the math. You are not ready. I'm agreeing with the I math. Wouldn't I wouldn't do that to you, Ariel. No, I think. I, I don't I, think it's not, not, I don't, here's the thing. I don't think it's not fair, though, especially because I think we'll make a whole lot more money together. Mm-hmm. So I feel not only the money, but the information is so, so valuable. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's not fair, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is just, so, a, I don't think it's not necessarily fair, mm-hmm. but I think in this particular scenario, there needs to be more conversation. What are your Absolutely. goals? Where are you scaling this to? Absolutely. What is your vision for the brand? What are you going to bring to the table besides money? These are questions that need to be asked Absolutely. and answered. Yeah. I would only assume that this David's is a theoretical like, conversation. Why? 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 <laughs> I was trying to sign a contract? Huh? Do not have me on here. You trying to sign a contract? So, okay. Sit, come, come here. Come to the mic real quick. Y'all, listen, man. Y'all know it's all about equity these days. That's what I was thinking about. So, um, so I don't have anything. But if you told me that <laughs> I could learn from you and I could just come sit right here and I would have all of this, I would do an equity deal. And depending on the timeline, I would give you more equity depending on if it was a shorter timeline. So if we did like a two to three year deal, I would be Hold willing. Hold on, Joe, get the camera off me, bro. I can see you. <laughs> if we did a two to three year deal, I would be willing to give you more equity. But if we did like a, me personally, because I don't know anything about podcasts and I understand how valuable it is, I would be willing to give you like at least 20% equity for the lifetime. Okay, you have, of the deal. You have nothing right now, right? I have right? nothing. And if I say I'm going to pour not only like, you don't have to come out of your pocket in terms of building a podcast, yep. I'm going to guide you, put you on my platform, all that kind of stuff. And I said, we're building this together. Mm-hmm. I need 30%. I would of- give you 30 but it's not going to be a time frame attached. To no, this. I would give you thirty. I'm about to okay. write out a contract real quick. Okay, that's a good deal. I would what's give your, you thirty. What's your, what's your legal name? <laughs> Lauren Perot. <laughs> and I'm a CPA, so I understand contracts and equity deals. But I'm For saying sure. like I don't know anything. So if you told me I could come here, I could sit right here. He'll do all of this. Everything will be set up, and I just have to come and you're give me that knowledge. I would definitely be willing See, to give thirty percent. I would do that too. I would do that. Uh, going in, understanding, yo, I don't have anything right now. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. With an artist, you don't have anything but a talent. There's a million people who got talent out here, mm-hmm. right? And then, and then, and then I Donnie's align point. myself with a with a with a Diddy who is brilliant, who has made hit after hit and made star after star. I would take that. Like if the thing that we built, you own some of that from the rest of my life. I'm cool with that because I, now I have the knowledge. I can get my own artists and teach them the game, or I can do something the, else with the brand that I built. The problem, though, the difference is in those contracts, they were restricted from making other kinds of deals. So you're in this contract where somebody made all of your money and you can't do certain kinds of work. Mm-hmm. It was a bad deal all around. Okay. And I don't want to say that all bad boy artists are broke, because they are, lit. like, Jada kissing them, they, they still lit. They still making money. Hmm. He's still he's still he's still gonna get fifty. It doesn't matter. For one, he could still get fifteen grand for a walkthrough. He's still Jadakiss, Styles P. Like you could still get fifteen for a walkthrough. You still get twenty thousand for a verse. Yeah, we think artists, Jada, we think Jadakiss getting fifteen grand for a walkthrough right I think now. So. Of what? I think so. Yeah, Jadakiss. What? Yo, there's. 
So, for a walkthrough? I would buy a ticket to see Jada Kiss verse. In buying a, a ticket to see Lil Uzi Vert? Absolutely. I'm still buying Kiss's concert tickets. But am I running to the club to see him? I don't run to the club anyway, but I would go to the club. I would go to the club to see Jadakiss. Okay, like, are if, the people who are perform? running to the clubs running to the club to see Jadakiss walk through? That's not a... It depends on, it depends on a part of the country you're Because we may have Jadakiss on the podcast one day, we're going to just leave that. We don't know. We can't count his pockets. But what I do know is that across the board, bad boy artist after bad boy artist after bad boy artist allegedly had really bad experiences financially. They had a whole lot Faith, of fun. Faith Evans lit. Uh-huh. Where? I mean, you don't, I mean, you don't stay a star forever, but they still got money. They still got bread. They not, none of them had to go work a job. You never see one of them at like the manager at Waffle House. And then like, also, Faith, you know, had certain protection because she was Biggie's girl, so her deal may have been a little different. Little Kim? Also, Biggie's girl. Her her deal... No, you don't put it in. put it No. Yes. No, she didn't yes, get no special because treatment because... Look at how Mace ended up. What do you mean? He was lit, and now he has a church, and he has money. And he's a rapper again. Right. Now, I think that's... I don't I don't agree with all that. <laughs> he got going on. Yeah, he's a pastor, gangster rapper. rapper. I don't, I, I don't Listen, agree with all that. But what that I'm saying is... is our business. He not broke. What we do... They saw, let me see this. Let me say this. Based on the brand that he built, he was able to build a church of people who follow him off of his name that he built with Diddy. So I'm... Mace had a, Mace had a small church somewhere in the AU Center. I went to... No, I... <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> huh? He read it out at Hall and Clark? No, no, no. I, went, I, I actually went I to mean, a church one time years ago. Mace had a bad deal. And, you know, I can't say that, that Diddy was being intentionally neglectful. We don't know what kind of guidance and leadership he was getting, right? Because at that time, he was also new to the industry and you know, signing was, these artists. So I we would, don't know. Keep but, it in 100. I'm the guy that would have signed with Diddy saying, yo, I want to learn, I, like, from your mentorship, um, being able to put my, put me, you know, make me a star. I always have they opportunities. They did that. They walked and got the cheesecake. Yeah. Danity Kane was his mentees. Uh, the other group, what was their name? But Day 26 they was his mentee. They didn't, I Listen, mean... Listen, everybody's not going to get a bad deal. But they don't they, know how to leverage... They don't know how to leverage the opportunity. They, well, they didn't know how to scout the opportunity in the first place. And again, we've never seen a bad boy contract, so complete hearsay at this point. It's got to be on the Google. I don't think Diddy has any artists today. <laughs> it's got to be... <laughs> There's got to be one of the a bad boy concert on Google. I don't think Diddy is signing artists today. Bad boy concert. And if he were, I'm sure things would be very different because they're very, very goon-like in, in this time. So Billboard, okay. And I'm such a huge fan of Diddy, too. I that, like Diddy, That's too. why I'm on his side. I think he's an amazing... I think he has an amazing business mind, for whatever that's worth. But... So the, the article says, are bad record deals unethical or just part of the game? So um, it's so much to read, and I don't want to read it all right now. But I don't know. Anyway, if I'm going to invest in somebody, I want to, I want to protect my investment. I you want, want to protect back. your investment, but you also want to have sincere concern or at least 
you want to operate ethically. Yeah, I'm, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. Ethic than money. No, I uh, get it. Bad boy record contract online. I'm about to find it. I want to see what it's like. We need to call an attorney. If we go, we're gonna get an attorney on. I want to call Kendra. Let me call Kendra real quick. Let me see. Kendra won't know that she's not an entertainment attorney. She's not an entertainment attorney. Mm-mm. Yeah, she more. What was wrong with Bad Boys record deals? I'm Googling that. We almost bought Joe's whole company for $4,000 and a dinner. Are we still not? I don't know. What? What's the process? What's up with... He's still right. on consultation. Is... I can't. Yo. What you mean? Bro, that was three weeks ago. Dang, because that joint released, bro. <laughs> that episode released. Somebody got that, fam. I'm sorry. Did Diddy pay his artist? Twitter reminds Diddy that he didn't pay his artist on Bad Boy. He does owe a lot of outs. Well, I don't know. Allegedly. No, I don't. I don't know about that. Um, Mace went on that. to say that he offered Diddy two million for his masters, but Puff wouldn't budge. Okay, Mace unless- offered Diddy two million for his masters. Where did Mace get two million dollars from to give him for his masters? You still, it's not, yo, it's not he like you take all your money. It's just you, the record label just takes a heavy percentage. Or So we're not, we're on the same page in terms of if you get this massive exposure as a result of a contract that you should leverage that and do something with it. But it still doesn't make it right to go into a legal agreement with someone who is screwing you on the back end and they know it. So some of these deals but, are well, saying... Here's the thing. I don't look at it as screwing. I look at it as what risk am I willing to take? What is the upside? If there's a major upside, I'm willing to invest right now. But if you're in a contract for 10 years... Right. And it's a bad contract. How do we know? How do, who's defining bad? Your bank account is defining bad. But you don't know until you get in it because it could flop or but anything. you do know. Or you don't go you into the contract. You didn't get legal representation. We don't know... Okay, so think about the person who is a dope artist. The the dope think of the dopest person from your neighborhood. They could rap, they win in all the rap battles. What are they doing? Think about it. Now, if they had somebody who was willing to take them, cultivate them, they'd at least have a name, even if they're doing what they're doing right now. They're like the, they're the, let's say, um, I don't know manager at a call center or something like that. You could rap real good. You show everybody you rap on your breaks. But what if you went into that contract, had that platform, had one or two hits, you're getting jerked or whatever, you don't get the money that you should, and then you go back to being the manager at a call center. That's better than just being a manager at a call center with no name, period. That's all I'm saying. Anywho, I think we've had enough. Anybody want to sign with Bad Boy Podcast? <laughs> Bad Boy Podcast. <laughs> now, you know, I do want to get the answer to that because I do want to help some people with podcasts. But I do want to be fair, but I don't want to... Mace said, you bought my royalties for about $20,000, my master's for about $20,000. I offered you $2 million in cash. This is not Black excellence at all. Mace went on to say, when our own race is enslaving us, even if it's about ownership, it shouldn't be about us owning each other. No more, no more hiding behind love. No, you changed. Really How does it sound? It 
sound terrible? Terrible. All right, we're gonna have to. So we'll pause that. it. Yeah, pause it. Just pause the audio, real quick. Just pause the audio, and that'll be a break for Mark. Yeah, stop the audio. You gotta use the bathroom. All right, so we just had to. It's raining. All right, so it's raining really bad. So are we to, recording? Yeah, we had to. So I think I I think I won this argument. Well, I don't know if it My was an argument, but it is certainly a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. We don't argue. We definitely have great exchanges. Yeah, I'd like sure. to I'd like to think of it that way. Anyway, you guys, we are about to take the Social Proof podcast on tour. It is going to be super super duper we're lit. Looking for the hottest artists. <laughs> we are looking for the hottest talent around, and Absolutely. actually, we're going to put a business plan together beyond podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and take this very, very seriously. I won't talk about it online, but we are. Hold on. Did you insert yourself in my business plan? Donna always. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Okay, I'm with it. I'm with like it. Donna always? Yeah. yeah and then, I am a business strategist. <laughs> so I, I think if we, you know, we, we get into a business venture and I just got to make sure the contracts are right so that um, I just own a piece of anything you do moving forward. And, and you know, who's he think I am? Who's who does who does I he think I am? I own parts of your other company if we engage. You know. Anyway, all right. Well, so yes, uh, hit hit us up if you want to bring us to your city. Uh, hit us up if you think you got what it takes. No, don't hit me up if you think you got what it takes. Go first off. We're not. <laughs> you gotta have a couple episodes on your own already. Yeah, you have to have established something. You've had to have gone out and done some work, right? Not just everybody who wants to start a podcast from the ground up. Um, Some valiant effort. Emphasis on valiant. Do you know what that word means? Don't don't play with me, Donnie, please. Strong, (laughs) strong effort. All right, so with that being said, you guys, we're going to wrap this episode up before the rain comes back. Absolutely. And this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. It's the only community that gathers every single day, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, a community of people that are growing together. Make some noise for The Morning Meetup if you're in it. If you're in it. Okay, of course. Make some noise if I had that joint lit on Wednesday. Crazy. So, yes, make sure you, uh, you check out The Morning Meetup. It is a Dope, dope, dope community. Um, everything I do, Morning Meetup gets a um, gets a discount on pretty much. And uh, you get to sit in on live episodes. There are people that fly in and drive in from other cities to come mm-hmm. uh, to be a part of the episode. So uh, go to themorningmeetup.com. Also, you need to send me a text message, okay? I want you to text me. I'm trying to see who's texting me right now. Who's texting me right now? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just trying to see what your numbers look uh, like. Yeah, we was. Oh, yeah, it's like. Let me see what I got. It's four zero four seven three seven four nine three five. Send me a text message at four zero four seven three seven four nine three five. Send me a text right now, real quick. I'm about, I'm about to text you. Send me a text right now. No, I'm I'm talking to you. That's listening. Four zero four seven three seven four nine three. Oh, you about to? You coming up on me? Coming up. Yeah, Yo, can up. y'all text me real quick? So. <laughs> I can beat Donnie's list. Um, but yes, go to themorningmeetup.com and uh, I would absolutely, absolutely love to uh, engage with you so you get all the episodes out early. You get, um, you know, notification. Not you don't get the episodes out early. Oh, that's the Patreon. The Patreon, you get episodes out early. Um, just go to themorningmeetup.com and enroll and text me, please. All right. 
Uh, All right. This episode is also brought to you by SixFigureEDU.com. It is the dopest community where I help to develop coaches and consultants from scratch. So if you don't know what you want to coach about or create a consulting business about, I am your girl, Six Figure Accelerator. EDU is the program. It is the only and it's the dopest community that literally takes you from concept to proof of concept to execution and implementation and then onto your journey to make six figures in your own coaching business. And this podcast is also brought to you by Post to Paid. Did you know that I have the only community? I legit have the only community for service-based entrepreneurs who are struggling to post on social media. You don't know what to put in your captions. You don't type well. Nobody's engaging with you. Nobody's buying from you. I have the only community called Post to Paid, David, where I send three text messages every single day directly to your phone of exactly what to post on your social media. And the dopest part is, though it's intended for Instagram, you can repurpose this content for Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, emails, all of that. And it's only $37 a month. Beautiful. $37 a month. And in order to enroll into that, text me at 404-737-2767. Text the words POST to PAID. 404-737-2767. Let me help you get your IG lit. There it is. Look, man, uh, we can't close it out no better than that. I need everybody to go get some social proof, okay? Go build something. Before I say that, did I tell y'all to text me already? I talked about the text, right? Okay. So we're going to text me. Are y'all, y'all on my text list, right? Are y'all on the Patreon? Are y'all on my text list? Hold on. How many of you are not on the Patreon? You're not on the Patreon? You don't want early episodes? You don't want super discounts? You don't want to call every single month where we start talking about the episodes? Well, go to patreon.com forward slash David Never Sleeps. Let's be a part of that, okay? Um, Are you guys on my text list? Stop yes, doing yes, what I'm yes, doing. yes, 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 yes. Like, First of all, why do you have your, a text be, list? Because you be promoting your joint. How I promote? Why do? Why? Why do? Why do you even have a text list? It's raining again. Here's all the right, rain. Uh, okay. <laughs> who, who on the last episode set up his text list? And okay. And go get the cleanse. All, all right. right why quiz. are you on the cleanse? Who was on the cleanse you first? Wasn't on the, anyway. Hold on. Do we get? Do we got an affiliate? We'll, we'll have it before this episode airs. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Bobby. Click, Click the link that's in the bio. Okay. Yeah. All right. See y'all later. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com support for this podcast and the following message come from corient 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.